Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. Welcome back to the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. I'm Sean Casey. Thank you for joining us once again in this episode, the Casey Commentary, who's behind the border invasion. Uh, Today is Saturday, February 3rd, 2024, year of our Lord. In the classic uh, song, American Pie, sung by Don McLean, he references the day the music died. And uh, that is today in history, when a plane crash claimed the lives of legendary rocker Buddy Holly, uh, and, of course, J.P. Richardson, the big bopper who sang Chantilly Lace. Uh, little known fact is Waylon Jennings was supposed to be on that plane that day, gave up his seat, and as fate would have it, uh, Buddy Holly, J.P. Richardson, um, no longer here. So their lives cut short. A uh, very promising uh, music career uh, for Buddy Holly, who was uh, setting all kinds of records at the time uh, when uh, that plane crash claimed his life. So that is the reference to the day that uh, the music died. Um, again, we, we hope it's not a day that America will die uh, under this uh, massive invasion uh, that we are seeing on our southern border. The numbers are just off the charts. And uh, people want to know who's behind this. Well, clearly the Biden regime, Barack Hussein Obama pulling the strings there, George Soros, the globalists, the elitists, those at the UN, uh, the Uniparty, the Swamp, uh, and those, of course, the World Economic Forum, uh, Etc. We'll have some numbers for you, and some we'll name some names in just a second. But um, this week, Speaker Johnson, who I think is not quite as bad as Kevin McCarthy, but has become a major disappointment to me anyway. Uh, we're still waiting on the uh, full release of the J6 tapes after he promised that. Uh, he is, of course, not battling uh, for fiscal conservatism uh, with uh, cutting, uh, cutting deals with the Democrats, uh, more deficit spending. Uh, more national debt. Uh, again, as, as we watch the country go further and further into debt, he promised everything would be a single subject bill. And he's claiming he's going to, uh, this this border bill that is being negotiated in secret, nobody's seen the text of the damn thing, uh, That uh, by James Lankford of Oklahoma and Chuck U. Schumer. Uh, beware of this thing. This thing is a horrific bill from what we are hearing, but no one's actually seen any text, so we really don't know. Uh, what's in this thing, and they want, they, they're they going to try to want to vote on this thing without anybody having read on it. So Speaker Johnson takes to the floor uh, the other day, and he uh, makes his first floor speech since he has become Speaker, and he releases a document citing 64 cases of Biden regime's efforts to weaken border security and to promote illegal immigration. As I said here on the night that I took my oath, we have a catastrophe at our southern border. It is because the border has been deliberately opened wide that we see the the terrific horrors that are taking place across our country right now. Here's a short list. From Texas to New York, waves of illegal immigrants are now overwhelming our communities. Just since the time I was elected speaker, less than 100 days ago, more than 700,000 illegals have been welcomed into our country illegally by the Biden administration. American school children, have been forced into virtual schools. Why? So migrants can sleep in their school buildings. Korean war veterans of the U.S. have been booted from nursing homes that were sold to house migrants. Our streets are being flooded with fentanyl. 
Hundreds of thousands of children and adults are being poisoned and losing their lives. Vulnerable children and women are being exploited and trafficked by cartels, and that's happening even within our borders. The fallout goes on and on and on. And I am here this morning to beg of my colleagues to help us force the administration to take action. We have to stop this now and put Americans and Americans' border security first. Yeah, from the get-go on the day he was installed, January 20, 2021, the illegitimate uh, president, uh, Chairman Joe Biden, immediately struck six uh, uh, Trump executive orders, just wiped them off the uh, off the charts, uh, and then within the first 30 days, continued his assault on our borders. Uh, this is an intentional, purposeful um, opening of our borders, being led by radical leftists like Reconquistas, uh, by Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, these are the people that just want to flood the United States in order to transform it into their Marxist hellhole. This is being led by globalists, by elitists, by socialists, by socialists and, and Marxists and, and others. And Alejandro Mayorkas this week, we saw the impeachment effort by a committee voting along party lines 18 to 15 to recommend his impeachment. The full floor vote is going to happen next week, uh, perhaps as early as Tuesday. But the question is, will Republicans have the vote? One of those Republicans, uh, Ken Buck of Colorado, says no. He doesn't see any reason why. No evidence. Have leaders been trying to convince you otherwise, and is there anything that will change your mind? Or when you say solid no, you mean solid no. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not changing my mind. I have met with uh, Chairman Green from the Homeland Security uh, Committee. I have met with uh, the staff. I have talked to outside constitutional experts. I've talked to former members of Congress about what this would mean for Congress. Uh, I, I believe I have done my due diligence, and, and I am standing firm uh, at this point on, on this. If there's some new evidence, I'm happy to look at it, but I don't believe there will be. Yeah, well, here's the evidence. Over 10 million illegal aliens have walked across the border since Joe Biden has taken office and Alejandro Mayorkas has been the Homeland Security Secretary. The Biden regime is spending $450 billion a year to pay for illegal and asylum seeker benefits. That number will only increase in the months ahead. Overdose deaths from fentanyl, a quadruple of the last five years since Biden opened the borders to the world. Uh, and I said this is being done intentionally. This is a violation of Article 2, Section 3 of the Constitution, where the President shall faithfully execute the laws of the United States, and Article 4, Section 4, that the President and his uh, secretaries and cabinet will help prevent, uh, will protect the United States from invasion. Uh, and they've not done that. That's why Texas Governor Greg Abbott is invoking Article 1, uh, Section 10, Clause 3 of the Constitution in order for the states. If the federal government's going to fall down on the job, then it's left up to the states to do their job. Uh, and again, remember the supremacy clause of the of the United States saying that the states have to follow the laws of the United States uh, only apply to laws that are constitutional. Uh, and again, the Constitution is on the side of Governor Abbott. Uh, the Constitution is not a suicide pact. Uh, it is, uh, again, a great document. And it's one of the reasons why the Supreme Court only writes opinions. Okay? They have superiority over inferior courts, but not on other branches, and certainly not on states uh, that have rights under the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. So keep that in mind when you hear people talk about that. Uh, again, for Ken Buck, um, there's clearly something wrong with him. Um, I don't want to accuse him of... But, but there's Somebody has something on Ken Buck uh, for him 
to be the one of the if he might be the only Republican to vote no. So I, I think he may be compromised. I don't want to speculate on what that might mean, um, but uh, hopefully he changes his mind uh, in the coming days. Um, and we're trying to hold these people uh, their feet to the fire because if 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 Alejandro Mayorkas. And uh, others at Homeland Security aren't breaking the law, then I don't know what the definition of that is. And nearly 150 House Democrats, including Democrat leader Hakeem Jeffries, voted against a bill this week to deport illegal aliens caught driving while drunk, uh, believe it or not. Uh, again, uh, Congressman Barry Moore introduced the bill, thanked his colleagues for passing his legislation. Uh, but the Democrats en masse, decided uh, they, you know, whopping 150 of them, thought the measure was too harsh, too harsh on the poor legals, and voted no. Uh, it, it just, it is, um, it's mind-boggling. And then the 155 Democrats voted against deporting illegals who are robbing America's seniors by committing Social Security fraud, by stealing Social Security numbers, uh, identity theft, and, and the like. So this is another common tactic uh, not only are we not, they're not sending their best, we're certainly allowing a lot of the worst in. And, and uh, you've, you've heard of countless stories of illegal alien gangbangers, MS-13s, uh, uh, that have been guilty of brutally raping and murdering American citizens, each other, torturing, uh, dismembering. Uh, remember, their motto is rape, uh, con- uh, tor- torture, control. Uh, that is MS-13. So, And then we saw the picture of the illegal aliens attacking the NYPD, uh, cops and were released without bail, giving us the uh, the middle finger. That should be, I think, the Trump uh, ad uh, that he runs against Joe Biden uh, in the coming 2024 election. Once uh, Nikki Haley uh, you know, returns to her senses, and uh, and she, uh, you know, again, I can't believe she actually said uh, that Trump was toxic. We'll cover that in Tuesday's full um, full episode. Uh, but again, remember Daniel Perry, the guy, the Good Samaritan, that came to the uh, to the um, to the aid of the person that was being beaten uh, and stabbed on a on a New York subway, he has been charged. In Alvin Bragg's, uh, you know, uh, D, a district attorney who is absolutely a radical uh, Marxist, that guy gets charged with a crime and has to stand trial. Uh, but the guys that beat up the NYPD cops, uh, they of course uh, they get let loose out on the streets again, uh, and they headed uh, boarded a bus and left town uh, to go to California. All the while giving us the Rockefeller salute, that should be, I think, uh, the you know the uh, the final nail in the coffin for Joe Biden. And just run it, just run it. All the people are going to criticize Trump because it's incendiary, but who cares? America is at stake. Republican South Dakota Governor Christine Nome uh, told Newsmax Wednesday that Mexican drug cartels have set up shop on tribal reservations in her state because they know they know the federal government has jurisdiction over those lands. And the Biden regime is letting it happen. Of course they are. You can't transform America uh, unless you've got uh, illegal guns, terrorists, uh, fentanyl, and uh, and the rest of it pouring over our southern border. It is so bad. Uh, and these were a lot of these were from Venezuela. Uh, but we're finding out that down in Miami, a vicious and brutal uh, Venezuelan gang, uh, again, they actually uh, tortured a retired Venezuelan police officer uh, and uh, to hand over his apartment keys, then raided his property, uh, and uh, they told his niece with whom he lived that they were the gang called Tren de Aragua. Tren de Aragua is one of the most feared gangs in Latin America, and they're here. 
They're here in the United States. The Biden regime has um, unleashed a migrant crime wave sweeping sanctuary cities like New York. What does New York do? They're going to give them uh, $53 million worth of, uh, of credit cards. So, so the big question here, and, and, and it's no, no secret why they are coming here. Here is a uh, Chicago alderman. His name is Anthony Beal. Uh, talking uh, about why they're flocking to Chicago because their communist mayor, Brandon Johnson, was the deciding vote on uh, retaining Chicago as a sanctuary city and making sure they weren't going to uh, deport and or kick out the illegal aliens. Now, I've said this before. If you give me three meals, housing, child care, education, a voucher for $9,000, you know what? I come to Chicago too. And that's what they're doing. They're telling people and they're sending money back to Chicago, I mean back to Venezuela, to come to Chicago because they're saying, hey, the good times are rolling there. They're taking care of everybody. Now when we have, when we have Venezuelans that are driving cars, where did they get a driver's license? Where did they get insurance from? And then you have Venezuelans being caught with drugs and guns. Where are they getting them from? Yeah, where are they getting them from? They're, yeah, that's a good question. The Chinese are pouring illegal guns into the United States and, uh, and so much more. Uh, so that's just uh, one area. The cartels are, sore. again, another source of, of fentanyl and these uh, illegal guns. And, of course, we've got thousands of Chinese military-age males uh, in the country, just sleeper cells waiting to get activated and uh, an attack from within. Um, again, this is a national security issue. The United States needs to be protected. And I know uh, we've uh, seen uh, uh, Joe Biden, uh, so the alleged retaliation for the three Americans killed by the Iranian proxies uh, last week. And that occurred uh, last night, I think, uh, 85 uh, different targets, 125 d- bombs. It, it, this is nothing more than a glorified firework show. Most of the, um, the, the main leaders of these proxy groups and the IRGC, they've already left town. Uh, they're hiding in other areas. They, they've left the buildings that have been targeted. This is just, it reminds me of when Gl- uh, Bill Clinton bombed the aspirin factories in the desert after our embassy was uh, was blown up in um, in Africa and Kenya. Um, so, again, this is nothing more. Again, it's weakness. Uh, the, the Chinese are laughing at it. They're mocking us because of it. And it is a disservice to those three Americans who were killed. And, and that he retaliates on. But the, uh, the well, Americans are being killed every day in the United States by illegal alien drunk drivers, by fentanyl, by gangbangers, MS-13, uh, the Venezuelan uh, gang I just mentioned. And uh, he does nothing, nothing to retaliate against the Mexican cartels or to stop that. The man has got to be driven from office uh, this uh, 5 November uh, in about 276 days or so. So the the question is, who's behind all this? And again, I could do a whole episode on this, but let me just give you a brief overview. The United Nations, it is time to end the U.N., it is time to kick their sorry butts off of U.S. soil. Put them in Geneva or uh, Brussels or wherever else, but get them out of the United States. The United Nations, through its International Organization for Migration, has launched the Global Annual Appeal for 2024. They want eight, $8 billion of our dollars 
to support its operations and help create a system that realizes migration's promise as a force for good throughout the world. And, and their main goal, $8 billion of our U.S. dollars, facilitating regular pathways for migration, proactive work to unlock the huge potential of migration for economic growth and human development. They want this pathway uh, from Latin America into the United States. And who's helping them? Well, we are. The taxpayers of the United States, and of course that is being aided and abetted by the Biden regime, by the Biden regime, by the State Department. Uh, again, there are more than 200 nonprofit groups doling out $1.6 billion in cash debit cards, food, clothing, medical treatment, shelter, and even humanitarian transportation during uh, 2024 to millions, millions of U.S.-bound immigrants, illegals, in, in 17 Latin American nations in Mexico. So says the Center for Immigration Studies. And Biden is directly footing the bill for at least part of facilitating the most voluminous mass uh, migration crisis in U.S. history. Now in its fourth straight year, and this has all been confirmed, 30 faith-based nonprofits among those U.N. NGO partners representing Jewish, Lutheran, Seventh-day Adventist, Catholic, and non-denominational evangelical organizations all being run by the U.S. State Department's Bureau of Population, Refugees, and Migration, and the Agency for International Development, USAID, have been dipping into taxpayer funds to these groups, which then distribute them to hundreds of thousands and millions of illegals comfortably moving towards our southern border to cross illegally. So we're paying. We're the architects of our own demise. Groups like the HIAS, the Hebrew-Israeli... Um, uh, American Society, uh, I'm sorry, the he Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society is what that stands for. They pledged $17 million in aid to illegal aliens. Uh, Mayorkas, by the way, is Jewish and part of this. He's on the board of that society. Uh, is that not a conflict? I mean, how does a guy get confirmed when he is on a board of a group whose sole purpose is to aid illegal immigration into the United States and somehow he's in charge of Homeland Security? Boy, did uh, Congress blow that. And then we have, of course, all sorts of other record taxpayer support of the U.N. spearheading agencies from the State Department and things of that nature. We have, uh, again, these other uh, NGOs handling over cash, voucher assistance, multi-purpose cash assistance uh, to uh, over 700,000 illegals in transit to the United States during this year. The Seventh-day Adventist Church's Global Humanitarian Arm uh, they're called the um, Adventist Development and Relief Agency. They've spent $10 million. Organizations associated with Catholic Church and uh, three Jesuit-associated groups. Uh, the Catholic Commission for Social Justice is one of those. Uh, the highly visible Catholic Charities isn't working south of the border, but they're working here in the United States, providing shelter and clothing and transportation for illegals. Uh, the 13 franchises of the nonprofit Caritas, the helping hand of the church, they've doled out $12 million to illegals south of the border. The Lutheran World Relief, uh, again, uh, they've uh, doled out all sorts of money, as has uh, Samaritan uh, Purse. That's Franklin Graham's uh, group, $29 million for programs overseas, including in Latin America. So, uh, again, the NGOs, we've got to cut them off, Congress. They, they've got to cut their funding or highly restrict when they uh, appropriate funding for the State Department. They're going to have to make sure that that money is not being used to aid and abet uh, the uh, illegal invasion of the United States. So contact your member of Congress and uh, and let them know uh, two things. One, 
uh, stop authorizing money to the State Department for the purpose of invading the United States illegally, and two, it is time to put an end to the United Nations. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Thanks again for joining us here on the Casey Commentary, Who's Behind the Border Invasion. We'll have a full episode for you next Tuesday as we talk more about the strikes on the Iranian proxies, uh, the attempt to impeach Mayorkas, and much, much more. Until then, have a great weekend and fight hard to stay free. Stay free.